The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 556. Today, when exactly does The Awakening happen in The Force Awakens, and what is it? Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we've got an update on The Force Awakens box office for you because some ordering has changed. The Force Awakens is now the number three movie all time in the global box office. It has leapfrogged Jurassic World to the tune of an extra $63 million or so, and now stands at $1,733,000,000. Holy crow. It's also the first movie to make over $800 million domestic. It's now at eight hundred and twelve. Million domestic. The next one in line is Titanic, 2.186 billion worldwide. So, yeah, uh, Titanic had a lot longer in theaters and even benefited from a re release. So, you know, even though we've still got about, what is it, 450 million, if I'm doing my math right, 453 million to go, but I think The Force Awakens can still make that push. So, here we go. On to number two. All right. Let's talk about The Awakening, shall we? First of all, I'm going to link to an article at Slash Film by a gentleman named Peter Serretta. And hopefully, Peter, I'm pronouncing your name correctly. My apologies if I am not. But he wrote this excellent article about when The Force Awakens the title. When exactly does The Awakening happen in The Force Awakens? And I wanted to share my own thoughts with it on you. He has an incredibly detailed piece looking at every aspect of the film, even down to the marketing itself, which is pretty awesome to read. And one of the things that he points out in the article is how oftentimes the titles do more than one bit of work. They're doing double, triple, quadruple duty. And I'd certainly say that's the case for, say, Return of the Jedi, which is the example that he gives in there about whether it's because Luke is coming into his own as a Jedi, or is it that Anakin is returning to the light side and becoming a Jedi rather than a Sith? But it's not always necessarily the case that it's doing such uh, such double duty. For example, The Empire Strikes Back is pretty much exactly that, The Empire Striking Back after the events of A New Hope. So it's not really <laughs> like there's a lot of uh, double entendres that you can read into that one. And A New Hope is, yeah, yeah, I guess you can read a couple of different things into that. First of all, of course, it's the burgeoning of the Jedi coming back again with Luke, but it's also the Rebellion having A New Hope in their battle against the Empire in Luke and in the results of the battle against the Death Star with it getting blown to smithereens. And then when you look at the prequels, well, The Phantom Menace is pretty straightforward. It's Palpatine. I mean, you know, you don't need to know much more than that. <laughs> Attack of the Clones is about as straightforward as you can get. Um, eh, maybe you can read a couple of meanings into that. Of course, it's the you know, them attacking as well, but it's also the knowledge that we have that they're 
eventually going to turn on people, though now we have that after watching Revenge of the Sith, of course. And Revenge of the Sith is pretty straightforward, too. But let's talk about The Force Awakens and its derivation from a line of dialogue from the movie. Here is Supreme Leader Snoke giving it to you. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So Peter in the article in Slash Film rightly asks the question, what has happened in the movie prior to that point that could be considered an awakening? And really, since we know that Rey is the only Force user that we're actually seeing, or at least we presume, we're still presuming that Finn is not a Force user at this point, but the only thing that Rey has done up until that point that was particularly, say, stressful that might have caused an awakening was her running away from the First Order with Finn and grabbing the Millennium Falcon and going in that crazy chase through the Graveyard of Giants. And there's that moment where she sits in the cockpit and gathers herself, and she and Finn both say, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah, now Peter suggests that he may have discounted the Millennium Falcon chase in his initial viewings, but that that may have been when the Force awoke in Rey. And I think that he is right, and I think specifically down to the second, I think that when she had that moment of saying, I can do this, it's the same kind of thing, except it happened a lot quicker uh, in that particular scene. But the same kind of thing where when right at the end, when Kylo Ren had her pressed against the precipice, and she had that moment of quiet and feeling and, and being able to tap into the Force. And I think that all happened in slow motion for us anyway, just for us to enjoy the viewing of it. I don't think they really stood there for that long. <laughs> but I think that particular moment is the moment of the awakening itself, at least the awakening Supreme Leader Snoke is referring And Peter includes a screenshot from the Force Awakens Visual Dictionary, which is a great additional reference piece to this whole discussion. Here's the section that is relevant to it. It talks about an awakening on the pages that talk about Rey. Since the disappearance of Luke Skywalker and the shattering of his fledgling Jedi following, uh, isn't that interesting? That's still pretty vague. (laughs) The cosmic force has lain dormant, seemingly quieted to those able to sense its presence. The adventures of Rey and Finn on Jakku coincide with a turbulence in the cosmic force, a sudden ripple indicating the awakening of newfound ability. With the Jedi and their records vanished, few, other than Kylo Ren and his mysterious master, are able to appreciate this occurrence. So the Force Awakening is not just Rey's moment, but it's also what Rey's moment causes. It's the ripple in the pond, if you will, that is the Force that Snoke is referring to when he senses the Awakening. And, of course, as Peter notes in the article, the title of the movie itself, The Force Awakens, could have many more meanings than just that. Personally, there's one particular awakening that I prefer to think about most of all, and that is R2-D2 awakening at long last. And I, for one, can't wait to see what R2-D2 gets up to in Episode Eight. I mean, he's always in the middle of the action, always does awesome stuff, and even upon waking, the first thing he did was to insult 3PO, so we're already off to a great start. All right, it's time for your trivia question. Together, we will destroy the Resistance and the Last Jedi. Last time we asked you a tough one. It was the name of the planet that Luke is on at the end of The Force Awakens, and it wasn't mentioned in the movie, and we haven't heard it pronounced yet, but it's spelled A-H-C-H-T-O. So, Achu, God bless you. (laughs) And today's question is a little bit simpler. What's the name of the leader of the Guavian Death Gang who shows up to confront Han and Chewie about the credits he loaned them? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go caressing a senator, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. 
And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast, become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash sw7x7. It's not coarse like sand, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.